it's just coming up to 11.32. That was Pink with All Out of Fight. And joining me in the studio, not fighting at all because she is one of uh, Brentwood's loveliest community people. It is a person, <laughs> shall we say. It is Natasha from the Chicken and Frog Bookshop. Oh. It's on Crown Street and it's very, very successful and has beautiful books in there and also uh, teaching. Local uh, community events happen there and it's all organised by Natasha and Jim. Hello. Hello, how good are you? Morning. I'm all right. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good, good. Hair's looking lovely because I always have to mention, although it's radio, your hair does look lovely today. I'm, I've embraced the grey. <sighs> but it's nice. Brave. You see, see, yours looks all right. When I tried to grow mine out, I, it didn't look right didn't. for me. Well, I couldn't either. I didn't grow it out. I shaved it all off. Mm to number two all over and yeah. I did it from there because growing it out I was like no this looks horrendous that, that's the bit I think if you can it's go awful. to if I could just go grey then that would be fine it's the growing it yeah. out because it looks like you haven't washed your hair I know not that I do very often I've started only washing my hair once a week now I only wash mine once a week curly curly hair yes once a week yeah yeah, and not too yeah, much need. product on it no. and, it, and then it's fine doesn't smell or anything honestly <laughs> uh, anyway moving on from sm- on <laughs> that is uh, very far <laughs> apart from each other in the studio anyway moving on from the subject of smelly hair uh, <laughs> tell us what's going on uh, with the chicken and frog bookshop oh so we've just got loads of events going on which is super exciting so this friday and i, I love this author's name so much um so her name is ella foot so she sounds like a cross between and i'm sure she would remember saying either a mr man or or it's a great drag queen's name, right? I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Ella is kind of an expert in all things to do with wild swimming, which I find fascinating, but also I'm very aware of the fact that I would not do it in a million years because I don't like being cold. Um, I want warmth, thank you. But she's written a book called How to Wild Swim, and um, I've she's spoken at like local WIs and stuff before, and she's supposed to be a really fantastic speaker, really funny... And I just thought, oh, that's something a bit different. So Ella's coming along on Friday evening to talk about her book, How to Wild Swim, and kind of if people have got questions about how you start that. Because, I mean, I wouldn't have a clue. Where'd you go? I don't yeah, know. Well, you have to be... That's clean. Any, yeah, you have and to be you're careful. Out. Yeah, because <laughs> of reeds and things. That's what yeah. always panics me. But when I was in Brecon, having my pictures done with my niece, and I was standing up to my waist in uh, water, uh, she was wild swimming, because that's what she does. It, and oh. it, it, she was enjoying herself, but you do you obviously got to be careful yeah. where you, where you, you do it. You need to know what you're doing, don't mm. you? I mean, I mean, it looks amazing, but I'm fully aware of the fact that I'm much too much of a princess to go in cold water. <laughs> it looks a bit know. dirty to me. No, I don't think you. it will. Yeah. I'll just stand at the side and hold a towel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> possibly with a hot chocolate yeah. so yes yeah, so it's coming on friday which is really fun and then we've already got things sorted out for february half term um for the kids so we've got um i don't know if you remember these michelle when we were kids and they're still massive now there's choose your own adventure books so you read a bit and then it gives you options of you know do you go to do you try and slay the dragon or do you try and steal gold or whatever so they're kind of like high fantasy books and Osborne have released a few of these books so they're not the original fighting fantasy ones Um, and they've got a new one that's just coming out Thursday Um, so I'm running like a two-hour session for the kids to come in and learn how to play the game and then they will go home with a copy of the book and a very cute little um, purple dice bag thingy as well so that should be really fun and then Lego is our standard thing during half terms. You can come and play with the Lego. Not Jim's Lego, because he would divorce me. Um, <laughs> oh, Jim, Jim has the high-quality uh, ones you get he in, has in fancy the... fancy pants stuff. So, wow. yeah, not Is that. it Star Wars? Has he got any Star Wars? He's got a bit. He's got a lot of Marvel Lego. He's, oh, God, it's just... It looks like a Lego shop in our shop. Um, 
But don't touch it. But don't touch it. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day if I dust it, and I just went, I beg your pardon. <laughs> no, dust. I still don't touch don't it. Don't dust it. Can you imagine, like, you go, I'm just going to dust that, and it just falls to bits. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to say to Jim, one of the kids came in. I just, oh, yeah, I I'd lie. Stop yeah. I'd 100% <laughs> I'd lie. Um, I'm not taking responsibility <laughs> no. for that. Anyway, so that's happening. And then, yes, we've got some stuff happening. We've got this. Oh, this Saturday, I'm quite excited. So we've got, we run a creative writing club for kids every month on the first Saturday of the month. And this Saturday, we have got an author called Lisa Wakeley coming in, who's written a book called Hexed, which is just the right edge of spooky. And she's going to be running a writing club for us, which is always fab. And they don't have to listen to me banging on. They can actually have a proper author there instead. Um, and... The last thing, I know it feels like ages away, but it's not, is it? Tuesday, the 20th of February, so that's right in the middle of February half term, we have got a lovely, and I always get the letters wrong, which is great for a bookseller, is it PCSO? Is it that way around? Police Constable? Yeah. The, 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 the community ones um, coming in. And this is the bit that's great. They're bringing in their dog. <gasps> They've oh. got a retired dog called Baloo. Apparently, yeah. she's quite well known. She does the rounds, um, and so she's coming in as well. And the kids can come in and try on uniform and do some colouring, meet the dog, ask questions. It's just all that building up that trust, really, of the police. I think you, you need to do that early so that children know that you know if they see a police officer around it's not something to worry about but it's actually oh that's good i feel like safe and secure so yeah we're joining up with them and hopefully that will be the beginning of a beautiful friendship excellent which is good and last thing can't remember the dates sorry ian but we are doing a create um, like a creative arts festival with brentwood theater with the lovely ian southgate and that is happening it's the second week of the easter holidays which does sound like ages away but it just comes around so quickly um and there'll be loads of things going on every day different arty based activities hopefully to excite people of all different ages kids and adults um i think pretty much most of it's going to be free or very very heavily subsidized things are happening in the theater things will be happening in crown street we've got Mark from Hey Joe is organising a whole day of live music for us. Um, and I've been, we've been very strict and said, you know, these musicians need to get paid. I know that's something you talk about a lot. It's so important because saying, oh, well, they're getting exposure. No, no, <laughs> they're working. Yeah. So they're getting paid. Um, right, right, too. So we've got lots of things kind of bubbling away in the background, which is good for January because January feels a bit... Uh, that's the I can't think of a proper word that's how it feels it feels a bit uh, um, thoughtful wise sometimes because people feel poor until they've yeah. been paid which has been this week um, so it's good to kind of have all those things going on in the background hmm. ready to go so really lots busy, happening busy. lots happening and all on the social media at Chicken and Frog Bookshop yes. have you ever thought I don't know if I might have asked you this years ago have you written a book or have you ever thought about writing a book um, I have not written a book no, I feel, I have thought about it before. I would like to write down my great-grandmother's life story because it was fascinating. Um, she, like, their family escaped Russia during the pogroms and then they ended up in Canada and she was a bit of, she was a, bit of a gal. She was a single mum, which was quite, you know, whoo, at the mm. time. Um, and I would love to write her story from her diaries. But no, I've never, I've never done it. I'm in the middle of... It is a book, but it's not a book that anyone would ever read because it's my PhD book and people are just going to be like, oh, God, that's really long, isn't it? Well done, lovely. This <laughs> <laughs> is not going to be on bookshelves, that one. No. So, no, I don't know. I just, I don't think I'm... 
I know they say that everyone's got a book in them, and I think that's probably true, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good book. No. <laughs> so I'll leave that to the experts. I think. Yes, and, and yes. also people seem to think that writing children's books uh, is possibly easier. I don't know why, that, but you get that thing because you get a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. write these quite sometimes quite terrible books. <laughs> oh, do they don't write them? Don't I know you're started. quite passionate about. I am that, very aren't passionate you? about that. Um, no, they get ghostwritten, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, no, I, there is a whole kind of stigma about, and, and I know children's authors who are incredibly successful and fantastic at their job, and they will still get asked, "When do you think you'll write for adults? When do you think you'll write a proper book?" Yeah. And I think that's so rude. I think to write a really good book for anyone is very difficult, mm. but to write a really good book for a child, I think I think is harder yes. because. Children, if they don't like it, they'll tell you. Mm. I don't, I'm not reading that. Yeah. I don't like it, it's rubbish. Mm. So it's got to be perfect. Every word counts in a children's book. Um, so it's incredibly difficult to get it right. Mm. Lots of people during lockdown wrote books. And I think that's good. It was a good creative release. Doesn't necessarily mean they should all be on bookshelves. Yeah. Yeah, bit harsh go. isn't it sorry no no that's true but, it's true you know, i think sometimes people think oh i'll start writing a children's book because that sounds like it'd be the easiest thing to do but you've got mm-hmm. to get into the mindset of a child and still have that somewhere within you to you know experience and as you said you're writing for a certain age group and that and in teenagers as well that's quite difficult that's a really as, tough an, market. as an Teen adult to do really that hard. yeah and there's some fantastic books and keeping yeah. kids reading uh, get, yeah. or getting children to read and reading. Uh, I know there was we were talking a couple of weeks ago about some stats saying that young children are not being read to at home. Yeah. Um, and it does cause problems. Kids coming out of school not Massively. being able to read and write properly. Yeah. And it's one of the things that, um, you know, uh, parents... I know parents are really, really busy, but picking up a book and sitting there, they that's, are. that's part of being, uh, when you're, yeah. have you got I mean, children at home to, parents to share? Parents are busy, but um, we've got three kids and a, and a grandson and I always worked pretty much full time, but they, mm. they were always read to. Yeah. And even our, you know, our little, little grandson, Ezra, he's not even 10 months yet and he will sit and he will listen to a, like a long picture book. Yeah. That's not because he's a genius. Of course he is. Because he's <laughs> house. Um, um, it's all grandparents say, he oh, he's a genius. He's not, but it's because that's been part of his life. So yeah. I think, and I know that, you know, for some parents, it can feel quite daunting to read aloud to your child. Your child will never judge you. They will just love that time, even if it's five minutes. It could be while you're having dinner or while you're making the dinner or whatever it is. It doesn't need to be for hours and it doesn't need to be anything highbrow. It could be anything. But if you read with them and they see you read as well, and again, it could be anything. It might not be a book. It could be a magazine. It could be the newspaper. It could be an article on your phone, anything. Mm. If they see that's part of your life, then it will become part of their life as well and they'll value it more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we've got a lot. I've said this before and I'll say it again. We've got two libraries. We're really lucky. Lots of places are losing their libraries and we've got Mm. two. Yeah. Use them. They're free. Yes. And they're full of librarians know everything they're amazing there's a great quote from neil gaiman which i can't remember it properly but basically it's you can ask google a question and you'll get ten thousand answers you can ask a librarian and you'll get the right one and that is true it's a really good quote that's not that's my twist of it i would have just said that word for word what it is (laughs) but that's basically what he said and that is true A, a trained librarian they 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 just know they're so knowledgeable and we're so lucky that we've got Brentwood Library, which is open properly, but Shenfield Library is in their, in their little home at the moment, but it's, it's a great resource. Mm. So if we don't use them, we'll lose them. Yes. So use them. 
use them. Don't use them. them. There you go. That's my quote, uh, which is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll just sneak from you, actually, as you just said it. Rude. 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 Uh, so if you want to find out more, Chicken and Frog Bookshop are all over social media. You can get in contact with Natasha. Find out what's going on. Also, don't forget to check out the Easter stuff because it will come around really quickly. And if you've got your children and young adults, that's something to do for the whole time over Easter between yes. yourselves and the Brentwood theatre yes which is something to look forward to and a lot of the events are going to be subsidized so it'll be very little cost <coughs> and some yep. will be no cost some will be free yeah quite a few of them will be free to be honest so brilliant that's good too lovely what are, what are your plans for the rest of the day work work work. <coughs> work 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 so i'm going back to the shop and i've got lots of emails to answer because it's world book day in march but the mad panic planning for it starts kind of december mm. <laughs> so i know i've got i've got a mental list of all the things that i need to do Lovely. Before I start teaching this afternoon. Busy, busy. 